check, 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 check. Good morning. I'm Bear from the internet. It is the 24th of November, 2023. Hello to everybody in the chat. It is Black Friday. What's up, Maspra? So be careful out there. If you're going places, doing things today, um, Black Friday is absurd from a brick and mortar retail standpoint anyway. Uh, and of course, we have heightened terror concerns coming from that bastion of believability, Christopher Ray, director of the FBI. So who knows about all these sleeper cells out there? In other words, stay frosty. You don't need another big screen TV. You probably don't need discount turkeys the day after Thanksgiving. You know, maybe just uh, hang out at home, drink some coffee, or as one of y'all said in the chat earlier, you're in the deer stand. That's cool. Now, 40% of you who watch the show are unsubscribed. I'm uh, deeply concerned about your mental well-being. I don't understand. But um, if, you, if you're able to do the deep work, you know, to, to fix yourself, maybe consider subscribing, ringing the, bell, the little bell icon, uh, thumbs up, all that YouTube crap that we're required to say as YouTube content creators. And the show, as always, is brought to you by the creator of the universe, Yahuwah, your Elohim, the Lord, your God as well as the fine people over on Patreon. What's up? Good morning, Patreon fam. And uh, a little company called Refuge Medical that I get to show for because I'm the founder and CEO. Okay? Okay, Bayer. Awesome. We're going to talk about some economic indicators this morning. We're going to talk about uh, potentially the next pandemic coming out of China. We're going to talk a little bit about the Rainbow Bridge incident. We're also going to talk about NATO's posture for war. According to... Uh, NATO Lieutenant General, or whatever the hell he is, Jen Stoltenberg, which is a very, very Viking name. And uh, then we're going to do the National Intel. Okay. Okay. All right. Awesome. Hey, what's up, Tato? Good morning. So, Baron Dependent Brief, 24 November 23. An FT Michigan Ross poll showed that nearly 70% of voters believed the economy had either been hurt or unchanged by Biden's economic policies, and only 14% of voters believed they have become financially better off since Biden took office. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not one of those optimistic people. Additionally, in a recent NBC News poll, uh, the poll showed that more than 60% of registered voters disapproved of the way President Biden has dealt with the economy. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen recently made the point that Americans are paying higher prices and feeling the pinch, which is contributing to an overly negative view of the American economy. Uh-huh. Saying, quote, I do think we're making considerable progress in bringing inflation down, but Americans do notice higher prices from what they are used to be accustomed to, from what they used to be accustomed to, end quote. My dad bought a pickup truck in the late 70s for $2,800. And it wasn't a used POS. It was a three-quarter ton Chevy with the utility body on it. $2,800. That's about what it costs to get the tires replaced and get an alignment on my one-ton dually. <laughs> Um, there's something to be said, and I'm no financial expert, but there's something to be said by some of the financial experts that are out there as far as increasing the money supply to devalue the dollar, to use devalued dollars to pay back the massive amounts of federal debt that we have, uh, that those dollars that we're paying back one-to-one are, uh, the dollars that we're using today being devalued are, um, have less purchasing power than the dollars that were borrowed in the first place, which ends up being a net positive for the country that is, you know, 33, 36, 50, 86 trillion dollars in debt, depending on who you ask. Uh, now for us, yeah, the, the inefficacy of the U S dollar is not cool, but that's probably the, the most polite way I can put it. It's not cool. Um, 
a $2,800 three-quarter ton pickup truck sounds great to me. Now, things were simpler back then. You didn't have, you know, tire pressure sensors and backup cameras and all of that, but yeah. $1,300 for a headlight on my work truck, Peterbilt, Starfish, precisely. Yeah, do you want two headlights or a new three-quarter ton pickup truck? You know what I mean? Maximus Carry 2A said, yo, Bear, how you doing? FJB. Uh, Bear's doing well. Thank you for asking. I am um, still struggling under the burden of a tryptophan hangover from yesterday, uh, but I'll make it. Agent 55, thank you for the $10 bill. Thank you for your leadership. Here's to a cup of Joe. I appreciate you, bro. Right. Mark said, I bought many good used cars for $500. Many. My first pickup truck was a $500 Ford Ranger with a 2.3 liter four cylinder and a five speed. And then some psychopath had taken the rear end out of an F-350 and bolted it underneath of a Ranger. So I had one ton leaf springs and a one ton pumpkin in the back end. Hauled a lot of firewood with that little tiny uh, pickup truck. So, yeah, the dollar ain't what it used to be. The stark gap between the Biden administration's self-congratulatory outlook and the common man's everyday experience will be one of the toughest issues for Biden as he faces re-election next year. By the way, this dude in Argentina, Millet, uh, let's keep an eye on him, Mr. Super Duper Libertarian guy who's already deleted like half of the country's uh, bureaucracy and is walking around with a chainsaw. I don't know. We could be friends. I don't know enough about this dude yet. Um, similar sentiment to what uh, Andy and DJ have been talking about in the Real AF show. I don't know this guy. Um, he's a relative newcomer as far as I'm concerned, but I like where his head is at. Yeah. President Bear, steel 661 Magnum 32-inch bar full chisel, uh, EDC. The Department of Labor has recent statistics that show that inflation has fallen drastically since June of 22. Mm, meh. From 9% to 3.2% just last month. Harvard economist Jason Furman. Harvard economist, how well do you think this guy grasps the uh, everyday plight of the little man? Probably not that well. Quote, I think food is at the epicenter of this distinction between the way economists think about things, which is the rate of inflation, and the way the public thinks about things, which is the level of prices. On average, food purchased for use at home is 25% more expensive than it was in February of 2020. Turkey is up 37%, unless you shoot them with a 20 gauge in your front yard. Eggs are up 43%, unless you gather them from your chicken coop every day. There are a lot of items that are much more expensive than they were a few years ago. I think a lot of the public is really bothered by the price level, not by the recent rate of inflation. That's a little bit of a disconnect. The rate of inflation has come down quite a lot but the price level has not come down. Tim Adkins, or Tina Adkins, thank you for the 10 bucks. I appreciate you. By the way, I chose not to monetize this live stream, so we shouldn't have to deal with any ads, and we're going to uh, beta test that going forward. So, appreciate you. Um, now, one of the reasons I think that inflation has come down, but the price level specifically of food hasn't come down yet, if in fact uh, inflation has come down and it's not just some BS reporting, is that there are agricultural cycles, okay? So if the wheat I grew last uh, harvest season cost me $100 per bushel to produce and my next is going to cost me 50, yes, that's a 50% reduction but I've still got to sell the wheat that cost me a hundred bucks a bushel. Right. And so it's not going to be until the next season that I see that reduction of from a hundred to 50 bucks a bushel. So, um, and you're, you are correct, Texas sheep lady. That's because food isn't in the inflation calculator, food or energy. Yeah. Two minor things that are required for the sustainment of human beings. Uh, they don't include those in the inflation numbers. You are correct. But I think as far as food is concerned, the reason we haven't seen realized lower prices, even though inflation is down, is because of the cyclical nature of agriculture. It takes time to produce food. So we'll see. Good morning, 12C. Good morning, Data Expunged. It's voters' perception of the economy, not the actual numbers, that will matter greatly in the upcoming election. And so the issue is becoming particularly politicized in the media. 
One commentary piece from in, from NC Newsline editor Rob Schofield read, quote, it's not surprising that the political right continues to gripe about the U.S. economy and in particular inflation. In a nation that's overcome a devastating pandemic, charted a course to a dramatic and sustained economic recovery, rebuilt its international reputation as an opponent of tyranny, and returned competence and honesty to the federal government, critics of President Joe Biden just don't have a lot of cards to play. Mm, mm, well, editor Rob Schofield, is your bias showing? I mean, because we all have a bias. My, I wear mine on my sleeve. But really, dude? Okay. A nation that's overcome a devastating pandemic. Y'all feel like we've overcome that? I feel like we haven't even actually dealt with the follow-on effects of the pandemic yet. Charted a course to a dramatic and sustained economic recovery? Hmm. Meh. I'm going to go with meh. Just go fill up your gas tank. Go buy some groceries. Pay rent. Try and get a mortgage. And tell me if you feel like we are in a dramatic and sustained economic recovery. Uh rebuilt its international reputation as an opponent of tyranny. Mm, Burisma Holdings, anybody? Yeah, I'll wait. And returned competence and honesty to the federal government. The president's a pedophile. His son's a crack addict. They found cocaine in the White House. The alphabet soup agencies are weaponized against the people. We are, by definition, domestic terrorists. Mm, mm, competence and honesty to the federal government. Mm, critics of President Joe Biden don't have a lot of cards to play. I would disagree strongly with that statement, Mr. Rob Schofield, editor of Newsline. This is interesting. Collusion, anybody? Janet Yellen recently told CNBC, Janet Yellen, president of the Fed, it's our job to explain to Americans what President Biden has done to improve the economy. It's not your job to do that, just so we're on the same page. Maybe you have a sweetheart backroom deal with Biden to explain to the people what he's done for the economy, but that's not actually your job. Your job is to manage the flow of money and the volume of money in the system to maintain commerce globally under the U.S. dollar. That's your job. Janet Yellen told CNBC, quote, it's our job to explain to Americans. By the way, maybe some Americans are morons, but we don't need you to explain it to us. I can see it. It costs me $140 to fill the tank on my truck. Okay. It costs me $200 to $250 to fill the 50-gallon diesel transfer tank on the back of my truck. And I do this once a week at a minimum. That's, mm, let's do some quick math. $1,200 to $1,500 a month in fuel in fuel so that I can build a restoration facility for children who have been trafficked by pieces of shit like you, Joe Biden and Janet Yellen. It's not your job to explain to Americans uh, what President Biden has done to improve the economy. We can see the effect that he has had on the economy already. Continuing in her quote, I think as inflation comes down, prices stop rising. I think we're in I think territory, Janet. I think as inflation comes down, prices stop rising and the labor market remains strong. Americans will begin to see that we have made meaningful progress. We don't want progress. We want to return to America as it was. As it was. Good men, good women, loving their neighbor as themselves, loving the creator with everything that they've got who don't have to work two or three or four jobs just to make ends meet, that if they choose to try and buy a house, they can. They don't have to worry about who's teaching their children what and are those children being exploited. They can purchase a vehicle so that they can, I don't know, go to the grocery store and not spend half their paycheck on food 
I don't want progress. I want regression. I want to go backwards in time, knowing that uh, that never happens. Time for us is linear in a cyclical fashion, if you'll allow me that. I don't want progress. I want to go backwards. I want to return to normalcy. But you can wish in one hand and shit in the other and see which one gets filled up first. Speaking of shit, uh, let's go to Russian propaganda real quick for today. Oh, briefly before I do, I mentioned Refugee Medical at the onset of the show. It's Black Friday. If you're in the market for some medical gear, you might consider Refuge Medical. Uh, we have a whole bunch of um, ladies' kits, same kits, but in royal purple. And what do they call it? Beach party? It's like white and blue floral pattern. It's, I guess, if you're a lady, you love it because all of our ladies are flipping out about it. So if you are a lady or you need a good gift for a lady this season, you might consider giving the gift of life Refuge Medical dot com uh boo boo kits bare minimums and adventure kits all in purple and in uh the floral pattern as well and our ladies are loving it plus boogies flying off the shelf um first hundred orders get a free boogie this is the boogie it's a super compact little tiny first aid kit you can put in your glove box your backpack your purse your whatever and of course made in america it's Got all the things in it. If you know what you're doing, it's got all the things in it. Now, from uh, a different form of propaganda, from the Russians, RT, NATO plans military Schengen. Yeah, Schengen. What's that word? We're going we're gonna to learn. The U.S.-led bloc wants troops and equipment to move freely across Europe to Russian borders. NATO's European logistics chief has urged nations on the continent to establish a military Schengen zone to allow for the rapid movement of troops, equipment, and ammunition in the event of a war with Russia. Now, I'm not saying that we are going to get into a war with Russia. Oh, across the table with Bob. Don't forget black multicam. Yes, if you're a tactical cool guy and you're into Gucci black multicam, a handful of kits are available once per year in black multicam. And it's that season right now. It's that time of year. So if you want a bare fact, bare minimum SOB arc adventure kit in black multicam, today's probably the day to get it. Back to a military Schengen and the likelihood of war with Russia. Again, I'm not saying we're going to war with Russia. I'm saying NATO is saying we need to be ready for a war with Russia. Okay. Okay, bear. Uh, quote, we are running out of time. And quote, Lieutenant General Alexander Solfranc told Reuters in an interview published on Thursday. Quote, what we don't get done in peacetime won't be ready in case of a crisis or a war. End quote. Saul Franck is in charge of NATO's Joint Support and Enabling Command, or JSEC, a facility in the German town of Ulm that coordinates the movement of the bloc's men and materiel across the entire continent. While JSEC was established in 2021 to streamline preparations for a potential war with Russia, its work is still frustrated by national-level uh, regulations. Moving ammunition across European borders often requires special permits, while large transports of troops or equipment could require advance notice, he added. So Franck suggested European countries should set up a, quote, military Schengen, end quote, zone to remedy these issues, referring to the agreement that allows free travel between most EU states. So Franck is not the first military official to highlight the bloc's logistical and bureaucratic issues in Europe. Quote, we do not have enough transport capacity or infrastructure that enables the rapid movement of NATO forces across Europe. Ben Hodges, who commands the U.S. Army in Europe until 2017, told Reuters last year. Different countries have different railway gauges, Hodges pointed out and added that the German rail operator Deutsche Bahn only has the capacity to move one and a half armored brigades, around 4,000 troops, 90 tanks and 150 vehicles at any one time. Somebody... S. Entre L. Officer. Oh, it's Bug Out Bob. Look at that. Hey, our neighborhood Bob. That's cool. Uh, what's it, Black Friday or something? Are we going to sell like a bunch of kids today, probably? Probably. All right, that's cool. We're going to try. 
Moving by road presents different obstacles, Reuters reported, noting that a group of French tanks headed through Germany to Romania for an exercise last year were stopped because their weight exceeded German road traffic regulations. Even if these tanks were allowed to pass through Germany, they would be physically unable to cross Poland due to the poor construction of bridges in the country, according to a separate report by Breaking Defense. NATO currently has 10,000 troops in eight battle groups stationed around Eastern Europe. Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg announced last year that he aims to back up these forward-deployed forces with 300,000 high-readiness troops in reserve. Under Stoltenberg's plan, 100,000 of these troops would be able to reach the battlefield within a week, while the remainder would arrive a month later. Because it's not just moving people, it's moving all the things that people require in order to be able to prosecute a war. So, that's, uh, that's kind of a big deal. Why should you care? Well, I mean, first, macro indicator, NATO's like uh, concerned about war with Russia. So that's a thing. Second, um, think about logistically for you with your preparedness plan. Are you like, can you actually move from where you are to where you want to go? Have you war gamed your uh, specific routes, you know, primary alternate contingency emergency to get from where you are to where you need to go? Oh, yeah, it's fine. There's a bridge there. It does that bridge go underwater when it rains? Because that's a thing. See what I mean? So. Why are we oblonging the Espanol in the chat? The question is, has anybody gotten bingo yet? Should have by now. Must be tallying by Dominion. That's pretty funny, actually. Although Russia has repeatedly warned that NATO has made itself a de facto participant in the Ukraine conflict by providing Kiev with weapons training and intelligence, Moscow has not threatened the bloc with war. Nevertheless, Solfranc argued that NATO must prepare itself for such a conflict. Quote, we need to be ahead of the curve. We have to prepare the theater well before Article 5 has been invoked, he told Reuters, referring to the bloc's common defense clause. Next, we're going to talk about, from Russia Today, China's new mystery child illness, a.k.a. Pandemic Part 2. But before we do that, Bob's going to take 30 seconds and tell you about Black Friday while I go pee, because I know so many of y'all just can't stand the dead air on this show Uh, that we produce with a budget of approximately $4 per month. So... Don't leave me alone with my thoughts. <laughs> Go proud for me, Argentina. Okay, what's up, you cats and kittens, you cool boys and girls? What do we got here? All right, so it's Black Friday, uh, also known as Black Friday. Why do they call it Black Friday? Because this is a day where a bunch of people decided to get together and create a marketing scheme, try to get companies out of the red and into the black. Now it's like two weeks long. Black Friday started 12 years ago. Um, And so we're just trying to basically use this opportunity of heightened buying to get first aid gear into people's hands. So instead of giving you 20% off or 79% off of medical first aid gear, which doesn't make any sense to us, um, we're not going to devalue our kits. We're not going to devalue our gear. Definitely not going to devalue the American workers who built it. Uh, what we're going to do is is we're going to give uh, free first aid gear to the first number of people who come today. So there's 100 people who are going to come today, and they're going to get a free boogie. Um, and so that in that, you have, like, boo-boo wipes, uh, Band-Aid kit. You have uh, first, like, additional gauze, additional, like there's – there's an S mark in here, I'm pretty sure, too. Yeah, you got an S mark in there. You got band-aids, you got gauze pack, band-aid bag, boo-boo wipes, gauze roll, and flat duct tape. It's a pretty dang good little first aid kit. Throw it in the car, whatever have you. But we're just, yeah, we're just not in the, we're not in the mindset of just, you know, devaluing this. And so instead of that, we're going to give you free first aid gear in hopes that even if you don't need this, you bless somebody else with it. Um, if you're wondering what are the specials, what are, what do you got going on right now, Bob? Okay. Great question. It's black multicam black Friday. So get on the black multicam SOBs. I don't have one in my hands because literally like they would not give me black multicam in fears that it would not come back to the office. Right. Um, so get on that while you can. And then, yeah, the, the, all the purple and the blue kits are they're flying off the shelf. We don't know if we're going to keep those in stock. So if you're kind of teetering back and forth, just do it. Seriously, just do it. And then we got more stuff coming for Cyber Monday too. Thanks, Bob. Back to the Bear Show. Yeah, you can uh, 
you can join me here in a few minutes at the end of the show when we talk about the value exchange. Yeah. Oh, look, an SOB. I like that. Thanks, bro. You're also a blue wrench, which a lot of people like. Yeah, you wear a lot of hats. The SOB. I love this kit. Our brother Patriot Plumber came up with this kit. <laughs> that, that is pretty funny. What's up, Nostra dumbass? All right, from uh, Russia today. China responds to World Health Organization fears of mystery child illness. Now, let's preface this conversation with the fact that there is an interesting strain, uh, pretty virulent, uh, aggressive strain of RSV going around right now that is affecting children. Um, just last night on the Patreon live stream, uh, Thursday night, we had a brother who said that his child is in the hospital right now, uh, dealing with that, uh, RSV and to keep them in prayer. And so I know many people last night on the live stream prayed for them and I was praying for them on the way in here this morning, asking the father to intercede, be it his will. So if you find yourself, you have a child or a loved one that is having respiratory issues, the best place for that person is the hospital, okay? Um, better safe than sorry for sure. Because your basic physiology of the human body, we got to maintain a couple of things or you will die. The blood must continue to circulate, right? That's heart and circulation. Got to do that. And the air has to go in and out. We have to exchange oxygen for CO2 across the alveoli in our lungs. If we stop either of those two things, you die physiologically. So if you have anybody that's having breathing issues, um, go see a doctor. Like, please go see a doctor. Okay. Uh, now, to Jaina. Officials in Beijing have attributed an outbreak of respiratory ailments in children to commonly known pathogens. Now. Consider the source, always. We are reading Russian propaganda on Russia today about China, and they're reporting to the World Health Organization. So the idea that any of this is reliable data is meh. Yeah, this is Smokey the Bear has set the forest on fire. Okay. And I was pointing the finger at you. Chinese authorities have eased the World Health Organization's concerns mm -hmm, uh, regarding a surge in childhood respiratory illness, saying the outbreak involves only common pathogens and probably stems from the lifting of COVID-19 lockdown restrictions. That's interesting because the unspoken implication here is if we had more lockdowns, we wouldn't be dealing with this in the first place. Keep your eye on that. Officials with the Chinese Center for Disease Control and Prevention responded to a World Health Organization inquiry on Thursday, providing requested data on recent cases of pneumonia and other respiratory ailments in children. Quote, Chinese authorities advised that there has been no detection of any unusual or novel pathogens or unusual clinical presentations of respiratory illnesses, the WHO said in a statement. The data confirmed an increase in hospital admissions of children sick with mycoplasma pneumonia, a common bacterial infection, as well as adenovirus, influenza, and other common pathogens. Quote, some of these increases are earlier in the season than historically experienced, but not unexpected, given the lifting of COVID-19 restrictions as similarly experienced in other countries, end quote, the WHO said. Media reports have suggested that a surge in respiratory illness has swamped medical facilities in northern China, but Chinese officials told the WHO that the rise in patient traffic has not exceeded hospital capacities. The authorities in Beijing also noted that they had expanded surveillance, surveillance of respiratory ailments, including mycoplasma pneumonia, which may have contributed to the increase in reported cases since mid-October. There's something to that. The more you measure something, the more likely you are to find it. That's, that's the way things work. Um, but again, always consider the source. China, definitely not a reliable source, especially when it comes to pandemics and the World Health Organization. Uh, that's a full-blown meh, as far as I'm concerned. Like, 0% uh, believable. 
And Red Rider Media, Red Flyer Media said, how many kids got jabbed over there? Their immune systems are garbage. That's a great point. But also, arguably, uh, the Chinese um, jabs are said to have not worked against COVID. Which, again, so what were they, what, what, was, what was in there? Well, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, nanobots that they got from Elon, probably. Yeah. 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 My kids have been vaccinated with the blood of Messiah. Uh, I know. Religious extremist, right? I'm, I'm so after it's the day after Turkey Day. I'm going full blown black felt hat with a buckle on the front of it at this point. <laughs> Just like. <laughs> Yeah, we are good at making fire, by the way. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you you haven't seen religious extremism yet. You mean you actually read the Bible and actually do what it says? Yeah, I actually do. Reports of an outbreak of respiratory ailments in children in China had raised fears of a possible mystery illness or an emerging pandemic. COVID-19 and SARS, for example, were both initially reported as unusual types of pneumonia. SARS broke out in southern China in 2002. Dr. Paul Hunter, a medical professor at the University of East Anglia in the UK, said the fact that pulmonary nodules were seen in the chest x-rays of patients in the latest Chinese outbreak suggests, quote, a bacterial rather than a viral cause, end quote, which is yeah, good. I mean, most strains of bacteria we can treat with a thing called antibiotics. Not a thing. Most. Not all. Most. Viruses are more of a, um, a therapy, more of a treatment, immunosupport, because we, we don't have medicines that specifically target viruses. Let's see. He added, Dr. Paul Hunter added, that few cases had been reported in adults, suggesting that the infection stemmed from common pathogens to which they had, adults had, prior exposure. Quote, overall, this does not sound to me like an epidemic due to a novel virus, Hunter said in a statement. If it was, I would expect to see many more infections in adults. China maintained strict COVID-19 restrictions in recent years, and children built up relatively little immunity to the common pathogens that are currently spreading. So we shall see with that. We're 32 minutes in. That's not too bad. Not too bad. I'm going to read one more thing really quickly. Um, are you guys, tell me in the chat, are you tracking on the Rainbow Bridge incident? Bob's tracking on the Rainbow Bridge incident. The good news with the Rainbow Bridge incident is that according to um, the professionals at NBC News, there's no sign of terrorism in the blast that killed two at the U.S.-Canada border in Niagara Falls. According to according to the governor, Kathy Hochul. No, they had a mechanical failure of their Mercedes-Benz is what happened. Yup, that's... Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, is the Rainbow Bridge a trans bridge? Uh, maybe. Maybe it represents the covenant that the Father made with Abraham in the book of Genesis. Or, I'm sorry, with Noah in the book of Genesis. Noah, that other religious extremist. Um, according to this BS article from NBC News, uh, there was no foul play, no terrorism at the Rainbow Bridge. I can't color me skeptical. It's just slightly suspicious. Yes. Um, blah, blah, blah. A search of the scene revealed no explosive materials and no terrorism nexus was identified. The FBI said in Buffalo, by the way, they're really good at catching terrorists. I don't know if you're aware of this, but um, they're so good at it that every time somebody goes and shoots up a school, they're like, yep, had them on our radar. Yep, had them on our radar. So that's what I, that's what I'm saying. So because they didn't know about these guys, it clearly wasn't terrorism. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yes, it, it, it spontaneously. <laughs> it was, uh, you've heard of spontaneous combustion of people. It was spontaneous uh, combustion of a Mercedes. Ed Cilio said Noah was a conspiracy theorist until it rained. 100%. 
Mike E. Bear, this was the first time not eating pulled pork on Thanksgiving, trying to start eating clean foods for a South Carolina redneck that hurt. Mike, you'll be okay. Just shift your paradigm. It, there's not clean and unclean foods. There's food and not food. Food and not food. I can go swallow a Lego. It doesn't make it food. Good job not eating pulled tires. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way I look at it. Good job. Good job. Hey, you guys want to do the national intel? Yeah? Yep. Yes? It was the Duke boys. <laughs> What's the most similar kit that RM has to an EMT jump bag? Field medic. Field medic. In stock? Field medic? Maybe. They, uh, they don't stick around too long, dude. Like, praise y'all. We are in a situation now where we get inventory in. There's one field medic left. One. And it is in Coyote Tan. Mm. We have two. One Ranger and one Coyote. I appreciate it, sir. No, I appreciate you, Joshua Gordon. Yeah, that kit goes hard, dude. Yep. Yep. That's a phenomenal kit. National Intel. The people in the chat are saying National Intel. All right, we'll do that. Fair Independent Bonus Intel 24 November 23. The email address to provide your intel is intel at bearindependent.com. If for some reason you are unable to spell intel at bearindependent.com, you have self-selected out of your ability to provide intelligence to the Bear Nation. Okay? Okay. Also, please, please... Don't use talk to text when you're emailing that in. Please, it like a part of my soul dies every time I have to read talk to text on camera. And so maybe also just give it a cursory glance before you hit send. I would really appreciate it. These are all quotes. I'm not going to say quote over and over again. I, I am smelling like a rose that somebody gave me on my birthday deathbed. I am also a police officer in Texas in the Austin area. Over this past weekend, a police officer, in Austin P- police officer in Austin PD was shot and killed after a stabbing and hostage call. Very sorry for your loss. The suspect, Ahmed Mohammed Nasser, sounds Polish, had stabbed three people in his home, family members. At this time, the entire investigation has been taken over by the three-letter boys. Ahmed was on the Fed's watch list since 2015, though they deny this. Ahmed was found in his house with multiple weapons, body armor, night vision, and a plethora of terrorist paraphernalia. It all depends on how you define that shit. Yeah, like what was his terrorist propaganda? Did he like listen to Tucker Carlson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been listening to Real AF with yeah. Andy Frazella. Because <laughs> um, that sounds like my backyard. Yeah, none of that is illegal. Although I've never stabbed anybody in my family. That's right. So, um, yeah. It's believed he was going to go on a killing spree after killing his family members. Well, I'm glad that he didn't do that. Um, I'm sorry about the loss of life in Austin PD. Also, um, it just illustrates there's, we have a large following in Texas. And I cannot tell you guys enough or more firmly, population density matters. It matters a lot, even if you're in Texas. Well, we're in Texas. Shit like that don't happen around here. Yeah, yeah, it does. The little town that I lived in in North Texas before we relocated to eastern Oklahoma, there was a guy. He was a, a rancher who had some illegals working for him as farmhands. And he left the property one day, and two of those illegals went and raped his teenage daughter in her bedroom in their house. And he came back, and he killed one of them outright. He beat the shit out of the other one, took him to the barn where he tortured him for 12 hours and then called authorities. Now, praise Yah, and this what used to be a little town, but now is no longer a little town in North Texas. The police didn't press any charges against him. He still went on trial. He was acquitted. But dude, I live in a little town. That could never happen here. Yes, it can. Yes, it does. All the time. 
So population density matters. And just because you live in a place with low population density doesn't mean that there isn't still evil there as well. Don't leave your children home alone. Oh, well, she's a teenager. She can take care of herself. Okay. Unless she's got an MP5 and knows how to use it. Back to the bonus intel. The brief reminded me of some intel that has lately become routine. I was driving North Carolina in the direction of Camp Ripley when I saw an army convoy. I observed a company-sized number of combat VICs, mixed Humvees, and LMTVs. It looked like your typical annual training convoy. What wasn't typical was that it was the end of October and it was an infantry unit. It wasn't hot or raining, so why should they be training? What amazed me even more was an infantry unit that is so bad at OPSEC that I was able to ID the commander's van and find out the troops were with the 178th Infantry from Illinois. Good job, boys. Hashtag don't paint your name and address on your vehicle. This ain't high school. Nugget number two. AH-60 traffic in my AO has been ongoing at a level that normally takes place during the summer months. That's a helicopter, BT-dubs. When the National Guard units are conducting annual training. Night ops have also increased from once or twice a year to every few weeks. This suggests that pilots and crew may be getting flight hours in order to be ready to deploy. I have not noticed expansion to this aircraft facility, but simply increased activity where I live. Next. You know, pause. I have, um, I've seen increased air traffic in our area as well. And uh, not anything, no, no unusual airframes, but a lot more of the usual airframes. So that's fun. Roger Hanks. Hello, Big Bear from California. Finally catching a live stream. Take care. Hawk it up. I was looking through my next door app where I saw a post from the OK State Emergency Management recommending the minimum three-day supplies plus plastic and duct tape to put over windows. We are not in peak tornado season, and it struck me as odd. However, this morning I heard something I have not heard in my entire time here. Fire was dispatched this morning at 0502, so 500 early. The dispatch note over the radio was hazmat slash weapons of mass destruction. That woke me up and made me take notice. This is the only time I've heard WMDs out of hundreds of fire hazmat dispatches. The follow-up to the WMD, the guys were exposed to radioactive material. <sighs> Oklahoma State Emergency Management recommending minimum three days of supplies. Probably if I had to guess, because I don't know, it doesn't give a location, I'd say up around Tinker. Uh, there's an interesting thing that they do at Tinker, which is fly gigantic jets that are capable of carrying nuclear weapons. Don't tell anybody. Nobody's supposed to know that. They only do that in Utah, bro. Oh, wait. Well, it's only 1,500 people here. In the past, in the past week, I've had multiple people ask me about solar flares and them affecting the internet. Then the same week, I have seen articles online about solar flares causing an internet apocalypse. Even local only news sources writing articles. After reading one of these articles, they briefly touched on the grid in one sentence, but the multiple paragraphs were about how a solar flare could crash the internet and is going to happen in one year's time. This all just seems very odd. Possible. Solar activity is... Uh, in the macro on the upswing also the grid's incredibly fragile also without the grid you don't have commo also maybe predictive programming also maybe get your shit straight so that you don't need the grid or the internet to live now i'm not saying it's not super useful we're on the internet right now i'm using the grid as we speak but i won't die without it and unfortunately a lot of people will die without it cdc partnered with doe i believe it was four years ago produced a report that said in one year's time of a grid down situation they estimate that 90 percent of america's population would be dead in 12 months 90 nine out of 10 i'd like to see those numbers really run today because i think we're a more prepared america yeah i think we're at least at like <laughs> we've gone from 10 percent survival rate to 25 percent survival rate now 
now so i i enjoy trying to look at both sides of the coin yeah. even if it pisses people off in the chat sometimes we could make an argument now i believe bill gates and all of his friends they're pieces of shit i i believe this in my soul but one could make an argument if you're um say not a fan of the useless eaters one could make an argument that if something like that did happen and 90 percent of the people that don't put out were gone who's left uh the people with sheep in their front yards the people who had water stored up, the people that know how to maintain a comfortable distance from tyranny. I think that's going to be really interesting. Who, who can keep a distance from violence and who's good at violence? Uh-huh. That's how it's going to be. And that, so that all of that goes back to population density. Who's left? Yeah. Oh, no, nine, nine out of ten people are dead. Now, don't get me wrong. That's an atrocity. I'm sure there's people that I love that won't make it through something like that. And I don't want that to happen. I don't invite that to happen. But if I'm just looking at it logically on the other side of the coin, um, eh, who's left? The prepared people, the homesteaders. Okay. I, I Now, they would, the big day, they would probably use that as a reason to institute nationwide, if not global socialism slash communism, because there's only 35 million people left in the United States. We have to share all of our resources so we can build back up. You know what? If you can take it, you can have it. If you can take it. I work for a law enforcement agency in North Georgia. We're just north of the Atlanta metro area and have a great community that supports us and us them. We are incredibly blessed to have the community that we have and serve. Not all communities around us have this great relationship with their law enforcement agencies. On the 17th of November, we had 40 newly minted IRS agents show up unannounced at our county courthouses. They were cordial, but the lead agent flashed a badge and announced that they were from the federal government and they were showing the new agents where all the vital records are kept. It just seems strange that they showed up in mass when they could have easily looked up these places on the interwebs and talked about it in a class. It just felt more of a show of force than anything. They stayed briefly, then left, and said they were heading to our neighbor, neighboring county. I've been here for 17 years and have never seen or heard of them doing this before. It was a complete surprise to all of us. It's unnerving to say the least knowing that there's a small army of green IRS agents that are just out touring North Georgia's community's vital records. If any of y'all are out there right now and have seen or experienced anything like this, please write in intel at barrendependent.com. I want to know, see in the mouths of two or three, let a thing be established. That's Torah. Has anybody else seen this? Also, if I was the police chief or the sheriff in this North Georgia rural area, I would tell the IRS that they were trespassing and that if they could produce a warrant to show that they had access to these records, I might consider allowing them to have access. But in the meanwhile, FAFO, get out of my courthouse. Okay. Okay. Let's see. I live near the North Dakota-Canada border. Friends of mine, actually... I live near the North Dakota-Canada border. Friends of mine have been seeing black bags dropped off about a quarter mile on the U.S. side. The local sheriff said was by the other day, and he said not to go near them. We need to call them in the bags, and supposedly the bags may be laced with fentanyl on the outside. Ooh, that's not very good, you know. You get some of that fentanyl on you, you're going to need a whole bunch of Narcan right up your nose hole. Make sure that you're wearing the gloves, you know, because if it's wet and not yours, don't touch it. And also biological hazards and all of that. So a good pair of nitrile gloves goes a long way. And if you got a latex allergy, then, you know, you don't you know, use the nitrile. It's way better for you. Don't touch the black bags, okay? All right. And last, I am just writing the report that baby formula shortage continues in my area, the Delmarva region. That's Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia area. A lot of major companies like Target have discontinued their brand of formula and budget replacements are dwindling as well. We've encountered a few situations now where stores like Walmart show out of stock on their website, but when you visit the store, you find multiple cans. I suspect this is due to a shortage of workers to actually log inventory. 
The shelves are always disorganized and items haphazardly thrown around. We've been scrounging around to get an extra can here and there. Thank you. I stocked up before the baby was born and we keep a multi-month rolling surplus and we're just buying to keep the surplus full. And that is your national intel for today. They breastfed. And if they couldn't breastfeed, then they found a wet nurse. And if they couldn't find a wet nurse, then they used goat's milk. And if they couldn't get goat's milk, then they figured it out. Cow's milk, anything else. Narcan and the med kit, Christopher Smith. If I could, if the producers of Narcan would sell me pallets of it so that I could put it in med kits, I would. Call them and tell them to pull their head out of their asshole. Because we've been doing that for 18 months? Bob, Bobo? 12 to 16 months of pull your head out of your ass. We need pallets of Narcan. Okay? Okay. Mucho. They are not interested in any new retailers. You know what that means? They can't keep up with the demand that they have. I, if you are one of those people that jumps off when it's time to discuss the value exchange, this is your polite invitation to beat feet, skedaddle, get out of here. Have a blessed day. Shalom. For everybody else, links are in the description as always. Okay, bear. Patreon talked about mags and vetting today. So if you're in a mutual assistance group, you're trying to grow out your neighborhood, watch, you're trying to, be resilient so you're not one of the nine out of 10 people that dies when the grid goes down. How do I know I've got the right people in my group? Well, that goes to vetting. Got a video about that up this morning on Patreon. Patreon is $10 hairs per month. It's the best 10 bucks you can spend on the internet, bar none, no questions asked. As of this morning, there are 4,600 Patreon posts. This is why Patreon writes to me once per quarter and says, please tell other content creators how to be as successful as you are on Patreon. No. The answer is give a shit about the people you're trying to help. That, that's the answer. 4,600 Patreon posts. Yeah. It's uh, all the real stuff, the in-depth stuff. It's over there on Patreon. Go check it out. Your value exchange leads to talking to the father. Yes, it does. So joke's on you, Will. The value exchange is the father. The best email I've ever gotten, and I get ten to 15,000 emails per week. Ten to 15,000 emails per week. There are four people on staff that part of their full-time job is to police emails. Exaggerating or not exaggerating? No. No. Exaggerating. We have, four people. We have, we have a lot of emails. We get a lot of emails. The best email I've ever gotten was from one of y'all that said, Bear, I've got you all figured out. You're just using this prepping stuff as an excuse to get people to read their Bibles. Ding, 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 ding. Give that man a cookie. You won. You figured it out. Because none of this shit matters. None of it matters. If the moment you take your last breath, you're eternally separated from the source of life, the creator of the universe. Okay, so if you are currently eternally separated from the source of life, the creator of the universe, you better put your knees on the ground, smash your face into the dirt and pray till you cry and beg forgiveness and ask for a covering of blood, because without it, you're already dead. You're already dead. Well, that offends me. Find a different channel to watch. We are unapologetic about our faith around here. Okay. Okay. Refuge Medical. It is Black Friday. In case you are unaware, it's Black Friday. I would recommend not going anywhere that has a high population density today. One of my children wanted to go to a bookstore in the big, big city that's near us. No, no, we're not going anywhere today. Why? Because people are retarded. And I'm not subjecting people that I love to the retardation of the world today. I'm not doing it. Not doing it. So maybe it is Black Friday. Maybe you just you got some money burning a hole in your pocket or an HSA or an FSA and you want to uh, scratch that retail therapy itch. As Bob was telling you earlier, we've got black multicam kits today. We've got uh, purple and beach party blue floral for the ladies today. Go check it out. RefugeMedical.com. Limited inventory. Limited inventory. Um Will they ever come back? I don't know. I could tell you for a fact we run multicam once per year, black multicam once per year. 
That's what we, so you get it now or wait 12 months, question mark. Will I even be able to get black multicam fabric 12 months from now? Probably not. This Marpat can't even buy this right now. You know why? The DOD bought it all up. Yeah, well, we'll see because the DLA needed 1.1 million uniforms. The Marines relaxed their uniform standard. That's how short Marpat Woodland is. The Marines relaxed their uniform standard. And I'm pretty sure that the Navy moved it moving away from Taylor too. Uh-huh. Yeah. V shall see. So, <laughs> mouth guard, four ounce gloves, ready for Black Friday. <laughs> nice striker. <laughs> as long as you're the finger glove, so you can still grapple and get a hold on your pistol. Um, but <laughs> shalom, everybody. That's my big screen. <laughs> so we lost Dudley in a Walmart one time on the road. We were coming back from a uh, grindstone deployment. And it's me and a couple other brothers, and it's it's late, and we're on the road, and like it, it was a Sunday night. The only place open was Walmart, and we're like, we'll duck in here and find some food. And so we're on one side of the store, and we realize we lost Dudley, which is hard to do. <laughs> and so it's like, all right, Sills, stop, look, listen, smell, right? So we just stop. We're in the middle of this aisle. And so from across the Walmart, you hear... My name's J.A. Dudley. Yeah, we believe in Yeshua. We read the Bible and do what it says. And he's at the deli counter preaching at the poor lady holding the fried chicken out of the fryer. And she's just like, I can't tell if she's like riveted in the spirit or afraid for her life. You know, <laughs> it was awesome. It was great. Anyway, it's. Yeah. That is anyway, it's Black Friday. Check out refugemedical.com. If I was cool, I would have a uh, whole bunch of purple and floral print and black multicam to hold up for you guys, but I don't. It's like Bob was saying earlier. I'm the CEO. He's the COO. Um, we don't have it. No. We don't have it. Okay. So it's like under lock and key at the office. Um, DL Hemingway, I need an SOB for my LBE set. I have a bare minimum for my tactical vest. Awesome. SOB rocks. Um, I've run mine upside down on your belt or on your plate carrier. I have one on my plate carrier that's in my truck. I mean, I could even show you guys. You guys want to see the one that's on my plate carrier so you know that I'm not just like full of shit? You do? Okay. Well, hold on. I'll be right back. Floral multicam. They can't handle it. They can't handle the dead air. You guys are going to get to see the Bear Independence plate carrier, bro. Oh, my gosh. Um, Shout out to everybody who's been getting the floral and the purple adventure kits. Those things are freaking sweet. Um, Some people have been hitting the chat in the past, like, 12 hours. They've been asking if they're uh, going to be available bag only. They are available bag only. Um, I recommend that you get them filled just because components are so hard to come by right now, but still that's just uh, what it is. Uh, don't buy a PS five. Don't do that. Don't, don't waste your money on that. Is Bob staging COO? I don't, is Bob staying COO? Yeah, I think so. As far as I know, you're right. Dead air is deadly. That, yeah, they can't, they, they can't handle it. Um, I keep a slick kit on me, even wearing jeans. There you go. There's that plate carrier. Damn. SOB it's right It's almost there. like we do stuff. Yeah, almost. So almost. that's Gen 1 SOB upside down. And the reason the cat TQ right here, I can pull this down, grab the red handle, and deploy the kit immediately. And it gives me a place for my elbow to sit when we're patrolling and oh, yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, like a big deal. That's comfy. So... Like, what's that hair club for men? Like, I'm not just the president. I'm also a client. <laughs> I'm also a client. Yeah. So, yeah, they work. And this one has a lot of miles on Oh, yeah, dude. Done a lot of training with this guy. Yeah. So. That's, a, that's a high quality SOB right there. I run an SOB as well. Um, I've 
I'm on my second SOB now, actually. And I've also bought a few of the SOB pouches, and I use those kind of as like random admin pouches on my kit as well. That's been pretty sweet. Um, I need to replace my Condor tactical vest with a plate carrier. Maybe uh, needs a strong word, right? Like, what are you doing with it? Uh, do you want to get a plate carrier also to supplement? Um, YouTube don't like that. Yeah, YouTube, the minute he, they saw a plate carrier, they're like, shut it down. Shut it down. I run my SOB on my SOB. Two SOBs back to back. There you go. <laughs> Tactically, Tora. Um, is that the same Mopsy you had since the Minuteman vid like four years ago? I think so. Yep, sure is. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, sir. Yes, Bearfac on the war belt, inverted. Yep, that's what you got to do, man. That's the way to do it. All right. So, last couple of things. Uh, RefugeRuckus.com. If you want to come to Fort Smith, Arkansas, and rock through downtown Fort Smith with us to wave a middle finger at pedophiles, come see us. RefugeRuckus.com. It's uh, going to be a good time. We are raising funds and awareness for Caleb House, which is uh, our juvenile human trafficking survivor restoration facility, a.k.a. the place where we put children back together again after they've been serially raped and abused by pieces of shit. And um, it's expensive, and it takes a toll on you. And so uh, we need help. You want to come rock with us? Come check it out. You can check us out at calebhouse.org, calebhouse.org, Caleb with a K, calebhouse.org. If you, uh, if the spirit convicts you to give, you can find us there. If you want to get involved, help us evangelize because it's very demoralizing when you realize even people who pay, uh, good morning, fluster cluck, squish said, good morning, good morning, squish. It's very demoralizing. When you reach out to people who pay lip service to the idea of anti-human trafficking, these giant influencers and these politicians and everybody who says, says that they're on board. And then you talk to them and it's crickets. Crickets. Very lonely. Um, makes you realize some stuff. <laughs> makes you realize some stuff. Wouldn't you want to support anti-human trafficking yeah why what what would make you not want to support that yeah oh okay that's weird <laughs> yep okay so um refugeruckus.com grindstoneministries.com calebhouse.org check all that out um there are very few groups of people out there actually doing stuff to combat this um, we are one of those few groups of people. So if you'd like to partner with us, calebhouse.org, grindstoneministries.com, refuge, ruckus. And uh, with that, let's talk to the father. Oh, good morning, Father. Yah. Father, thanks for letting us wake up today. Father, thank you for all of the things that we take for granted for the things that we don't even know to be thankful for, for how well you have provided for us, protected us and blessed us that the things that seem like challenges are really just us being spoiled. Father, thank you for everything that we've got, all the things that the things that we have that we don't deserve, the people that we have that we don't deserve, the blessings that you've chosen us to steward that we don't deserve. Father, thank you for redemption that we don't deserve. Thank you for making a way for us to come back home again by the blood of your son. Thank you for loving us from the foundation of the world. Father, I pray that you'd use us, that we would not have been created in vain, that we would find fulfillment in being your hands and feet, that we would not be alone in this battle against unrighteousness and that two of us would put 10,000 to flight. Father Yah, anything that is within the sound of my voice that is not of you, we come together in agreement 
and rebuke it in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach and command it to destroy itself. Father, put a hedge around these people. Let them experience you and your goodness today in ways that are miraculous and undeniably nothing but you. Father, pour out your spirit on all flesh for wisdom and discernment. Give us strength and power and authority in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach and deliver us peace that surpasses all understanding, even in the midst of the fact that this world has lost its damn mind. Father, be with us today. Let our light shine before men that they would see us and come to know you. Use us for your will, whatever that might be, and make us strong enough to accept your will, whatever that might be. Father, I lift all these people up to you, and I lay them at your feet and ask that you would bless them today, protect them today, and provide for them today. I ask these things in Yeshua's name. Amen. All right, y'all. Get out of here. Use my FSA card for black multicam. Based. <laughs> there you go. Stay frosty out there. Stay prep. Uh, go do things that make the father smile. Bless y'all. Shalom. Shalom.